Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Podcast with Allison Little. I am so excited about today's guest. We have Chris Robinson, who is one of my mentors and coaches, and we are actually going to learn about business building from him today. So this is really amazing because he is the executive vice president of the John Maxwell Enterprise and Entrepreneurial Solutions division of the John Maxwell team. And he is the founder of R3 Coaching, a company dedicated to helping individuals and businesses achieve their personal and business growth goals. Super excited to have him. You know, Chris and I have known each other for many years and he has been such an awesome encourager of helping me step outside my comfort zone. And I know today we're going to learn so much about building businesses from him today. Hello, Chris. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Allison. So excited to be on here with you today and to uh, be able to share with your audience here. Really excited. Awesome. Yay. So Chris, could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, you know, so I am a uh, speaker, coach, and trainer. You know, I, I do get to carry the title now of executive vice president of the uh, John Maxwell team. So I get to lead that organization, which is the largest leadership training organization on the planet. Now, you know, it, it's crazy to think that because, you know, just a decade ago, I had had the vision of coaching, speaking, training full time for a living and had become a John Maxwell team member to try to execute that dream to be able to impact people's lives and, you know, to be a part of the program and now to run the entire program. It's just been an absolutely amazing, incredible ride. And although it seems, wow, from here to there, man, it was a rocky road along the way. Some up, some down, some left, some right, some blood, some tears, all the above. But look, I'm living proof that with a goal, with a vision, you can truly achieve what it is that you want. So uh, I'm excited again to be on with you today. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Yes. And I absolutely love your journey. And we're, we're going to get into a little bit more about that in a moment. But you know, right now we're, we're living in crazy times. And we were just kind of talking about that before we got on kind of just what's happening in the world. And a lot of people are starting over, right? Or they're yeah, starting from yeah. scratch. And if you were starting over from day one, knowing what you know now, what's the one thing you would do first? Oh man, if I had to start over, um, in order to grow in any area, you know, you need three things. You need knowledge, you need experience, and you need coaching. So anytime that I'm trying to learn something new or if I had to restart today, the first thing that I'm going to go do is I'm going to go grab a big stack of books. Typically in any particular space that you have, I'm literally looking around my office right now as I'm moving. I've got books from wall to wall, you know, on the floor, you know, over a thousand plus books. And, um, you know, the first thing that I do is I want to obtain knowledge. I want to read. And uh, the second thing that I want to do is I want to begin to do. I have to experience because it's one thing to learn and be prepared and to, you know, really study a topic, but you have to do something in that particular space as well. So taking the known steps that you know of. So one, I would get the knowledge. Two, I would then begin to do what I know that I can do so that I can get experience and be able to ask different questions and be able to, you know, really kind of feel what the book is talking about, not just having knowledge, but application of it. And then I would do what I did, you know, as, as I did to get here today. I would make sure that I'm getting covered 
coaching and mentoring to go in the direction I go. Every single thing, every single listener that you want to achieve something, someone has achieved or done what it is that you want to do. And so, you know, I've been very serious over the years to always seek out mentors and coaching because those people can help you go faster, further. And so there's two ways to get a mentor in life. Number one is seek to serve, looking for a mentor that you can figure out how you can add value to them, not what you can take for them, but how you can add value to them. Or the number two, it is to pay to play. You know, and sometimes in the restart, you may not have the money to pay to play, but the absolute very best investment that you could make could be into a coach or a mentor to help you move further faster. So again, if I had to start all over today, I'd say, hey, what direction do I want to go? Or what is it that I'm trying to do? I would begin to read in that particular space and that space only. I would then begin to do what it is that I knew how to do or could do. And then I would be seeking out coaching or mentoring in that particular space. Mm, that's so good. That is gold. We could be done now and everybody <laughs> could walk away and they would have something. That's why I get so excited about this. Okay, awesome. You are an expert at sales and business. And right now, obviously, people are trying to figure out what all this is going to look like. You know, one of the things that I really appreciate about how you sell and how you kind of have coached me and mentored me in the sales process is authenticity. How would you recommend that our listeners sell with authenticity and really put people before profits? Yeah, and that's a great question because right now people are in that limbo phase of, you know, do I sell right now or do I not sell right now? Like, is it okay to sell because people are hurting right now? You know, here's the bottom line. I've walked in Walmart almost every day, you know, during this crazy time. And not once have I been stopped at Walmart's door and said, hey, our, our time's hard. Are you okay? No, they're saying, come on in, get what you need. So you have a service, you have a product that people need. It's okay to sell that service during this time. Now we want to keep people at the top of mind. And so you could do a couple different things in this particular situation. Number one is that if you feel like, hey, I feel compelled and, and I want to help people out during this time and you could reduce rates as the first strategy, meaning that if you could lower a fee or reduce a fee and you and you can still be, stay profitable, you could do that during this time period to help people out and that's okay. Or you could keep your prices the same, add more value, add more value to it and keep your prices the same. So in my particular case, it could be that, you know, I may offer a, to speak for an organization, but instead of just speaking for an organization and charging my regular fee, I may speak for that organization, throw in some coaching, throw in, you know, some additional group trainings, throw in some promo videos. What more can I add to give more value than what they're paying for during this time to assist people? And then also looking for ways to add value outside of the area that you are seeking to sell. You know, I think about a, um, a, a real estate agent down in Florida. This was one of the greatest examples of this, but oftentimes we're looking to add value to people, but we're always looking in the space of how it leads back to a sale. But when you become a resource beyond what it is that you're paid to do, people come back to you for all sorts of things and they always keep you in mind. So I was looking for a home in Florida and, um, you know, I, there was a gated community that I was trying to get into. Gates were locked, couldn't get in, couldn't just go drive past the house or anything like that. So I actually had to call an agent. And so uh, I just type in a search box and I get an agent's uh, number. He calls me back and says, hey, I can get you in there. And so I'm square with him and I say, hey, look, I don't have an agent here. I want to see this house. If I buy this particular house, I'll use you as an agent. If not, I'm not using you. I just want to be square with you. Well, he takes me into the house, shows me the house and we has a good rapport, good relationship there. And I said, goodbye. I saw the house and, and, and we were done. 
done. Now, a couple weeks later, you know, the challenges that we're seeing around the world begin to hit. He continued to follow up with me, but the voicemail said this, you know, hey, Chris, I know that you were in town recently and I know that you're going through a process of move, but I want you to know that in these tough times, I'm willing to help you in any area outside of being a real estate agent. If you need help with X, Y, or Z, I'd be more than happy to connect you. I'd be more than happy to introduce you. I want you to know that I can service you outside of what I can do. And I want you to know that's my guy. He doesn't know it yet, but when I buy and sell in Florida now, that's the guy I'll be using. Why? Because he added more value than the services that he actually is paid to do. Mm. That's how we have to do it these days. That's so good. I love that. That's be a resource. That is so fantastic. Awesome. So Chris, what's your main passion or purpose in life? Yeah, main passion and purpose in life is helping leaders develop leaders. I mean, there is nothing else on the planet that I love to do than helping other people. You know, it started years ago when I began to be impacted by speakers and and coaches and, and through books. You know, I was a sales manager for an organization that was growing really fast and I wanted to figure out how can I stand out on the job and that's why I took that deep dive into personal growth and development by taking, you know, John Maxwell courses on VHS at the time and, you know, I really fell in love with developing people. So I made it my goal as a sales manager not to be the number one sales team but to be known as the manager that can produce the most leaders. I wanted to see how many managers could I actually create for my team. And if the company was looking for a new manager or girl, I wanted them to come for my team. So I fell in love with people development. And so, um, you know, consequently over time, you know, I was able to take that 10% of that job that I loved and, you know, change that into doing that 100% of the time. So, you know, my purpose on the planet is to help leaders develop leaders. Mm, I love that. So in thinking about developing leaders, what what would you say has been the biggest hurdle that you've had to overcome in, in, in that process? I mean, you know, a lot of times we want to become leaders and we want to influence other people, but it's difficult to kind of figure out where to start. And so for our listeners, how would you say people can start doing that? You know, with, with you know, starting out with, hey, I, I know what my passion is. I know what my dream is. It goes back to those three things. You know, it's identifying, you know, there was a gap between me actually getting to speak, coach, and train for a living, I started where I was at. So it wasn't that I just jumped out of, you know, my role as a sales manager and I began to pursue this, you know, business. You know, I developed it right where I was at. So I began to take the trainings that I was doing inside the organization, um, you know, a whole lot more seriously. I began to study, you know, the art of facilitation. I began to study, you know, speaking and participating in Toastmasters and taking more and more courses and reading more books and implementing what I was learning right where I was at. I think, too many people think, hey, I have this goal. I know my passion. I know my dream. I want to quit everything and just go do this. Okay. <laughs> There's a bridge there. There's a gap there. <laughs> right. And oh we've got to bridge so that funny. gap. <laughs> you know? Right. And it takes so much longer than you think it's going to take. And I think, you know, that was definitely a learning um, area for me is to understand how long it takes. So when you're thinking about growing your business, what are some of the mistakes you wish you could have avoided? Some of the mistakes that I wish I could have avoided. 
Oh, that's a great question. If I had to think about a mistake that I could have avoided, I was, oh, this, this is, this is one. And I think people do this quite a bit is that I was paying for coaching and training. And what I would do is I would follow, I'm very good at following instructions and, and, and follow a model, business model that works. And so I was following models that I was being taught, but I always thought that, Hey, there was some additional stuff that I could do to speed up everything. And so I was always on the hunt for all these additional shortcuts that I could take. You know, it was, hey, if I did this, this will accelerate things. And what I found out is that everything works. It just all requires work. And <laughs> and you've got to figure out, you know, what it is that you're going to do and follow that model until it works and not taking myself off in different directions and just staying focused on one thing and trying to prove a model right versus, you know, chasing one shiny object after the next thinking that's the shortcut. Hey, there is no shortcut in building business. There is no shortcut in getting good. It's truly about picking the path, committing yourself to that craft and doing it until it works. Mm, That's so good. You know, the one question that I ask all the time is what are the two to three things you've done to launch to the next level? And I know that you've done reading is obviously one of the big things that you've done and coaching and mentorship. Is there anything else that you've done to launch to the next level? Because, you know, as I was preparing for this podcast episode, I was talking to my husband. And he's like, Chris, he has exponential growth. It's not just like a little bit of growth. It's exponential, even in how many kids he has, because you have <laughs> kids, right? He's like, everything is exponential with Chris. So talk to him about right, that. Right. How do you deal with your exponential growth and launching to the next level? Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm an extremist. Um, you know, my wife laughs at me. She's like, oh my goodness, you're on a tangent. You know, so, you know, for, she's like, ah, you're another tangent because when I go, I go deep. You know, when I talk about, hey, if I'm going to start something new, you will see a stack of 10, 15, 20 books on that particular topic. It doesn't matter what it is. I'll go deep in that particular topic. And uh, I, I just, I go to the extreme on that. And so um, it, it's one of those things where if you're going to do it, just do it. So when I think about exponential growth, the other element that I would say beyond those three things that's truly helped me is it would be number four is the association with other people moving in the direction that you want to go. Not mentors, but peers. And my exponential growth is no matter what I'm doing, no matter what I'm doing. Like right now, you know, my passion is pickleball, right? But what, what I do is I want to get around the very best peers that I can. I want to get the best coaching that I can. I want to get the most information that I can. And getting around other people that are moving in a direction, in the same direction of you, that's, again, those four elements will create that exponential growth because every thought, everything that you're seeing visually, everything that you're listening to is moving you in that direction. And here, here's the bottom line is that you're always going to move in the direction of your dominant thought. You're always going to move in the direction of your dominant thought. So when I go exponential, it's because everything around me points in the direction of where I want to go. Everything from people to books to audio to mentors, everything points in that direction. Mm. So, okay, I have to ask you this because I I see uh, your growth and your goals and your focus and all of those things. Do you have your goals written up in your office that you look at every day? Like what what is your process with goal setting? Yeah, so it's evolved over the years. 
It's evolved over the years and it's become much more simpler over the years. Now, I used to subscribe to the philosophy of, you know, pick five areas of your life. You're going to pick three to five goals in those particular areas. Now, if you pick three to five goals in, in five different areas, you've got 25 goals that you're trying to hit. And what I found is that I was typically doing well in maybe one or two of those categories and maybe two of those things in those two categories. So we're talking about four. So what I do now at this point in life is, you know, I, I set one, I set one, you know, I set two say, Hey, in the next 90 days, this is what I'd like to achieve. And so if I achieve one major goal in a year, all right, like, Hey, that's success, that's progress. So I've redefined success in goal study. I've redefined success as forward movement, not when I hit a goal, because in all actuality, what happens when we set a goal, all we simply do is how fast can I get there? And many of the listeners online here, including yourself, is you've hit goals and found out how unfulfilling they are. Did that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a switching of the question from what is it that you want to achieve to how far can you go? How far can you go? And so it's the old cliche of, hey, you know, it's not the, it's not the goal, it's the journey. But I really shifted to that over the years. Mm, That's so good. I love that. So how far can you go? And I love that 90 days thing. That's one of the things that I've been implementing in our businesses and really thinking about 90 days pockets of what we're going to do and then breaking those down into little action steps and so that every week I have something that I'm going toward um, to to meet that goal or go toward a a larger goal. That's fantastic. Love that. Okay, how do you handle adversity and doubt? Adversity and doubt? Um, I I smile. (laughs) (laughs) You do, you laugh. I laugh right through it. I don't even care, right? (laughs) I really do. I I really do. Um, I, and I mean, you, you've seen me on, uh, live streams and things go wrong and things happen. And literally I just smile and I laugh because at the end of the day, nothing's going to change by me getting upset with it, by me going into this emotional dip. It's like, all right, well that happened. Of course it did. So what can I do now? And so my rebound time is so quick. And so that's what I found about highly successful people is their rebound time is faster than below average people. Mm. You see, the average person, you know, something won't go their way and they're going to take a longer period of time to bounce back up and say, hey, how am I going to do this differently? What can I do differently here? They get into this emotional rut in, in life and just sit there. Whereas, hey, I see that went wrong. Okay, that didn't work. What can we do next? You see, what people have to understand is that it's not success on the left and failure on the right. It's failure in front of you. Success is behind that. And so it's not a matter of if you're going to fail. It's, it's how fast are you going to rebound from that failure. And so I don't take it personal when something doesn't work. I don't consider myself a failure when something doesn't work. I just, oh, that didn't work. Okay. We got a result. We got a result. So if you don't have a result, you can't change anything about that result. So a result is good because that means that you actually did something to get a result. So, you know, how I handle adversity is I just smile and keep going. <laughs> mm, I love that. Keep going. Keep going. Awesome. So a lot of people have gone through stressful times recently. What's the one thing that you do when you're going through a stressful time other than laughing and smiling? Yeah. Is there anything else specifically that you do to help yourself kind of rebound? Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I go through the mental dips and you know, I've been on quarantine like everyone else. And, you know, <laughs> groundhog day as we call it. Like, oh, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. But 
But when those dips come, you know, there's a couple different things that I want to do. And, you know, it's the first thing is identifying the thought of what I'm listening to. Okay. And sometimes that that listening to is is yourself. And so our self-talk is the first thing that we have to always look at because what we say to ourselves, we tend to believe and and what we say to ourselves and and what we tend to believe is the direction that we're going to move in. So when I feel that that feeling of, I don't don't want to do this or, you know, I don't, you know, life just isn't good right now. I, when I can recognize that and I recognize that emotion, the first thing that I'm doing is I'm changing what I'm listening to. So I'm going to either turn on some type of music that I know is uplifting to change the energy inside the room. I know that I'm going to listen to, you know, some type of, you know, training or learning that will help me get that thought off of what I'm doing. Because here's the cycle of how it works is what we listen to determines what we think. What we think determines how we feel. Our feelings determine our actions. Our actions determine our results. But it all goes back to what it is that we're listening to. And it really starts with that self-talk and identifying, hey, am I talking to myself good? Am I talking to myself bad? And the question that I love is, look, if I said to you what you said to yourself, would we be friends? (laughs) Right? That's so true. A lot of people, we talk bad to ourselves. And so um, a lot of people say, hey, well, that's the way I motivate myself. And how is that serving you? How is that serving you to talk bad to yourself? If you don't want me to say it to you, how do you think you saying it to yourself is really serving you? So we have to we have to really watch our thoughts. Hmm. One of my favorite things that you uh, taught me was the saying of I was made for this. And I've said that um, I don't to myself so many times right before I'm going on stage or I'm going to do something way outside my comfort zone. And I think to myself, I was made for this. Like, how has that helped build your confidence and grow you into the leader that you are right now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a belief that I have just I mean, it's a 100 percent absolute belief that any opportunity that's put in front of me, I really just contemplate in the fact that I would not be here if it was not for meant to be. Because think about it. I mean, even just here today, I mean, think about this. And this is how I put it in context every single time when I could have that feeling of being overwhelmed or thinking, hey, am I worthy of this opportunity or am I worthy of this, you know, to speak in front of this group or am I worthy? If that thought comes in, I'm saying I'm built for this moment because I think about the context of it. Every single choice, every single choice that I have made in life has led to this very moment. Every single choice has somehow landed me here on this podcast with you. Every single choice that you have made in life, we grew up in different parts of the world, different backgrounds. Every single choice that you've made has led to this very moment. Every listener that's listening, every listener that's listening, every single choice they have made has brought them to this particular podcast. And so I believe wholeheartedly with every fiber in my body, when I get an opportunity to step into a room, to speak on a stage, to be on a podcast, every single thing in life has led to this this moment and I am built for this moment. Mm, that is and, so good. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, think about this. I mean, Allison, I remember getting an email from you years ago, calling you uh, back randomly because your email was too long and I, and I, I don't need long emails. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, just let me call her back. <laughs> yes, that would be me. You know it. You know it. <laughs> and, so, and so, 
But think about this. I mean, how far apart our lives have been our entire lives, but yet we have this connection, this rapport, and this relationship that we have. Everything had to happen. All the things that had to happen in order for us to be on here today. It's just no coincidence. And so, you know, that's why I believe every single opportunity we get, hey, you're worthy of it. You're worthy Mm, of it. So good. I absolutely love that. Is there anything else you want to share? Because we're going to wrap up in a a few moments. Is there anything else that you, you know, kind of came to your your heart or your head while we were talking? Yeah, no, I mean, just as the listeners are out there listening, you know, I would encourage you, you know, Allison is just a, a phenomenal, phenomenal coach, speaker, and trainer. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier today, you need three things in your life. You need experience, you need knowledge, and you need coaching and or mentorship. And if you're looking for a person to pour into your life to help you grow and to develop and help you get exponential growth, I I would encourage them to reach out to you, Allison, to make sure they get in touch with you because I've seen your growth. I've seen how you've impacted people and I've seen how you continue to grow with everything that you're doing with Launch as a brand. And I just love what you guys are doing. And so I would encourage listeners, reach out to Allison, see how she can help you out. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate your mentorship and your amazing wisdom that you shared today. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, so the best way to get a hold of me is uh, r3coaching.com. And you can always check out johnmaxwellteam.com. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. What an awesome episode today. Thank you so much, Chris, for sharing with us. We uh, definitely appreciate your time and energy. And to all of our listeners, I thank you so much for being with us. And I look forward to the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Launch Podcast. I'm Allison Little, and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com.